Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. 9-1 in Game 2 to winning 3-1 to and retaking the lead in the series. There you go, Rangers. Upper hand, up 2-1. couple injuries, Max Scherzer, Adoles Garcia. Well, you know, we'll see what's going to happen with them. But for the time being, Rangers up 2-1. And Andrew Heaney's going to be on the mound for Game 4. If you want to hear more from Andrew Heaney, you're going to go check out one of the podcasts, Baseballs and Boring on the Goes, that we dropped yesterday. And also another one we dropped with Jim Joyce talking about the commercial, the Geico commercial, which he is a part of with Ken Griffey Jr. And we might just have to drop another element of that Jim Joyce podcast because there were some controversial home plate umpire calls. And remember, remember a year ago, Pat Holberg Everyone said, oh, he had the perfect game behind the plate. Well, Jim Joyce had some thoughts about that when we talked to him. So with all the talk and all the conversation about the home plate umpire in Game 3 of the World Series, it feels like maybe we'll drop that later in the day. But for now, it is Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. And I feel like of all the podcasts, of all the baseball podcasts that are podcasting today, we absolutely have the best guest. I don't think there's a question. His name is Reese Green. Reese J. Green on Twitter, Instagram. Girlfriend Alex. And Reese Green is the guy in the outfit, in the costume, which everybody on the internet, on, on the interwebs, are t- is talking about when it comes to Halloween costume. Everybody. He, of course, dressed up as Randy Johnson and his girlfriend, Alex, dressed up as the bird that got hit by the ball that was thrown by Randy Johnson. It is the most creative, the most, the best executed 
baseball Halloween costume there is. Not even a question. And just to make everything so much more delicious is the fact is that Reese is a former baseball player. Reese played in college at Winthrop University. Reese played professionally in Australia in the Czech Republic. So he has a great perspective of all things baseball, and I think he's just a great ambassador for what we are preaching on a day-in, day-out basis, and that is, yes, baseball isn't boring. We are so honored to have Reese on today to talk about how this costume came about, reaction to it, fallout from it, execution of it, and then, of course, playing baseball in the Czech Republic. I mean, let's go. Let's go. At BB isn't boring. At BB isn't boring. Producer Evan doing an outstanding job. Also catch his rankings of the top free agents in the postseason. Who has made the most money by the performance of the postseason. Check that out. He did a great job. At BB isn't boring. And, of course, our great friends at FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash boring. FanDuel.com slash boring. When you have the only two teams playing, you're going to have a lot of spicy bets, props, parlays, the whole deal. FanDuel.com slash boring. All right, here you go. Happy Halloween, as we said. And there's no better way to celebrate than Reese Green. All right, there's literally nobody I'd rather have on this podcast right now. It's Green. Reese, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me, man. It's an exciting time in uh, in baseball and for me, apparently. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So I'm so happy that number one that you came on. Number two that that you were introduced to the world of baseball that number three, because of you were introduced to the world of baseball, which we'll get to in a second, (laughs) that we can talk baseball because uh, it it seems like you have a pretty unique baseball story. Um, So I'm just going to start with just setting the scene. I think that that's the best way to do it, Reese. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So um, right around, well, okay. So you draw, you have a social media post, and mm-hmm. it is you and your girlfriend, Alex, correct? Yes. Alex yep. dressed up as Randy Johnson. You are Randy Johnson, and yep. she's a seagull. A, yep. a, a, a dove. A dove. A dove. Thank you. I already, <laughs> we got to say historically accurate. Yeah, we're not even like a minute <laughs> in, and I'm already screwing it up. Uh, but, but, and obviously – this is off of an iconic moment in baseball history, which is Randy Johnson hitting the bird. Um, yep. And there's so much I want to talk to you about so much. <laughs> I mean, so anyway, why don't we just do this? Because it is because as this is being dropped, it is Halloween. You have officially owned the world of baseball Halloween <laughs> outfits. There's a lot of good ones, but I'm saying it now. Baseball isn't boring. You you got the baseball isn't boring uh, packaged a prize package of t-shirts, books, koozies, whatever <laughs> it is, because you have won the best Halloween costume and you have captured the great spirit of the game with this with Alex and yours costume. I've said way too much. I want you to take <laughs> me through the entire pro. Leave nothing. You can say whatever you want. Take me through the entire Absolutely. process. Go ahead, Reese. Uh, first off, what an honor to receive the uh, baseball isn't boring uh, 
executive package. I'm excited to uh, to get that in the mail. Uh, hopefully, I write the right address. Uh, but it all started. It's very funny because uh, it's so timely because the Diamondbacks are the most relevant they've ever been uh, in the last two decades. You know, since their last World Series appearance, uh, and in January of this year. Um, I was doing, I'm a stand-up comic in Seattle and I was doing some shows and the guys that I was working with, I live in Seattle. So obviously, you know, another Randy Johnson point of history there, yeah. uh, a lot of, a lot of lore there. So uh, a lot of the comics would be like, Oh, you, you know, you look like young Randy Johnson. You look like the little unit, you know? And I was like, please don't call me that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we were, we moved forward and the joke kind of just progressed and progressed. And I was like, you know, it'd be a really funny Halloween costume. And I've, you know, been dating Alex for a while. And I was like, this is a, this would be a pretty fun couple's costume. I've never really thought of anything like that, but it would be really unique if I got the right uniform and, you know, I really grew out the mustache and I've had the mullet for a while. So, uh, and I was like, you could be the bird that he hit. And she was like, well, what are you talking about? She doesn't know anything about it. So I was like, perfect. So I started showing her this and she sees it and immediately is like, I'm in. Let's do it. Uh, so we had it planned. So over the year, you know, I'm slowly ordering stuff, uh, getting the the purple jersey and trying to find the right hat and everything. Set it all up. Uh, and then the Diamondbacks end up making this insane run. Uh, and I'm fired up, right? And so we uh, just throughout the night as we go out and this post is going viral, uh, we get on the subway. I actually go do a show dressed up as Randy Johnson a couple of nights ago, uh, the night that the Diamondbacks won nine to one. Uh, and I'm doing, I'm doing this stand-up comedy show as, as Randy Johnson. I, I commit to this bit of I'm, I'm Randy Johnson uh, in the decline of his career, who has now gotten into stand-up comedy. Uh, and nobody at the show knew what the fuck was going on. Uh, and I just really committed to it. Uh, which was fun for me and fun for, you know, my friends. Uh, and then as soon as we get out, you know, our phones are exploding with people being like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Um, and so it's been really fun the last few days, you know, watching the baseball world on social media, uh, kind of take it and run with well, it. So let, let me, <laughs> let me pause there. So you, you have the, first of all, what an aphrodisiac for your girlfriend, right? I mean, like, <laughs> It's, it's like, everybody it's, wants to bring you in it you know yeah so you 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 have the idea you get the costumes you guys dress up how sure. do you time out the post so so it's it's just very well done it's 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 like it's yeah like, yeah longs in the loo right it's like this it's very well the frame perfectly but that's part of it right you have to know right, right. drop it when how to pose all that take me through that it's, 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 that's a really good point. Cause uh, it's actually really funny. We were thinking about this when I, when we thought of the costume, you know, months ago, earlier this year, I was like, this is something if the, I know baseball social media is its own, you know, faction of the internet, you know, it goes pretty deep. And uh, I was like, if they get a hold of it, I think this could really blow up. And so we're getting on the subway to go to the show that I'm doing. And I was like, the game just started. Game two of the World Series just started. We're dressed up. Uh, we're in Manhattan. We're going up. And I was I give the phone to my buddy and I go, hey, you got to take some of these photos right now uh, so we can put it out. And so he just gets a bunch. And I, I see this one of us perfectly centered, framed. 
dead face, you know, not no emotion out of it, perfectly centered. And I was like, that's the one Post it online. Uh, so I post it. Uh, my girlfriend, Alex, uh, thankfully had a little bit of a following already. So uh, it started to gain some pretty quick traction. And next thing we know, it's my phone's blown up from former teammates of my uh, throughout my career. People I haven't talked to in years are like, I knew this is you. Like people who didn't know that it was me were like, I swear I know this guy. I know who this is. And I was like, yeah, I'm a Hall of Fame pitcher. I made $175 million in career earnings. Like, how do you not know who I am? You know what I mean? It's uh, So does it, does it, you know, I think I, it's funny you said that timeline because I'm sitting up in the press box at Globe Life Field. <laughs> and I think that that's where I saw it. But, you know, sometimes this can be like two or three days old. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. That shows you, I think, in that time where I'm sitting there eating my store-bought guacamole because the media time is <laughs> terrible. But it's it's as I'm sitting there, okay, I see it. I'm like, oh, man, that's funny. And then I see it again. And then I see it again. Could you tell that it was gaining steam? Because like, like you said, you hope, you think. Yeah. You know, this in this crazy world of the social media and the internet, you never know, right? Right. The the big one was it started to gain some traction and uh, we were like, oh, that's really cool. And then we're, we're on the way uh, from the show out to out back to Brooklyn where we got this crew of people, um, most of them who don't know anything about baseball. So they're like they know the bird thing. They know the situation. We've taught them about it. Um, but they're like, oh, nice. Cool. Like I knew it would get picked up. And then the, the moment that it changed, uh, is I, I start getting texts from people and they're like, you're on John boy. Uh, you're on John boy media. And I was like, Oh shit. Like this, now this is it. We're in a different atmosphere. Now we're, we're on the rocket ship out. Like this is, this is a different thing now. Um, so once John boy got a hold of it, uh, Alex and I both were like, Oh, this is about to snowball into something completely new for us uh and so you know people, my my mom my dad are like we just saw you on tv like uh it's been on mlb network it's on uh you know old people facebook are like look at my nephew and they're like that's not your nephew and they're just like whatever because <laughs> like, old people don't know how facebook works they're like look at my son dressed as randy johnson and it's like that's not your son uh, <laughs> i mean so so by the time so you do you go you do the show right you do the show right uh -huh. and then and then by the time your show's done i mm -hmm. mean again maybe you turn back the phone on or or i i can you sleep i mean what is the adrenaline is so like we we weren't we weren't sleeping we had this plan to actually go out dancing and stuff we're all in costumes our own individual costumes people are are stopping me on the street already and being like randy like they know the costume they recognize the bird uh and it's, you know, it's New York City. So, you know, there might be some animosity with, you know, Randy taking them down a peg in 2001. But, uh, you know, they're all for it. You know, there's people with Yankees hats being like, we know we know who you are. Um, but we go out dancing uh, maybe 30 minutes later and we get to this place and people are coming up to me with their phones, showing me the photo and asking me to take photo. And people are like we just saw you guys online. Like, I can't believe you're here. This is insane. And we're just like, this is pretty cool. Um, and it just continues to blow up and to the point where I was trying to just be present and enjoy the moment. It's like, it's a very flash of the pan thing. I'd like to, you know, enjoy the moment. And as it's happening, I just kind of turn my phone off, let my girlfriend deal with all this. Stuff. I'm like, let me just 
have a good time. And the funniest thing is uh, I found out this later, but a couple was talking to one of my friends uh, who didn't know that we were in the same crew yeah. and they saw me from afar and they saw like my purple Jersey, the mustache, the hair. And they, they were like, wow, a Wade Boggs costume. What a deep cut. <laughs> and I was like, no, but you know, that means you're, you're in the right loop. So, but that really cracked me up. <laughs> what, what, so what is the, through all of this, like besides John boy, Besides, obviously, this podcast, which goes without saying. But what has been the coolest thing to come out of this? Other than, and another thing, your girlfriend's undying admiration that you picked the right. Sure, one. yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, she will. I'll give her credit. She, uh, she went hard in the artistic. Uh, yeah. She designed her own dress and the tights and everything. She sewed it together. It was great. Like she really went hard. Uh, she looked beautiful, of course. It was amazing. Um, so even in its own right, it was a good costume. But uh, I thought it was pretty interesting that uh, USA Today and Fox Sports wrote articles about it. Shout out to USA Today. They were one of the only uh, outlets that referred to me as a stand-up comic. And they said my name and they said Alex's name. So it was real journalism, which was nice. Nice. Uh, so I, I appreciate that. But it was really interesting. Uh, and I think the coolest part for me was like, having all of these, these people from my past in my baseball career, which was up until a few years ago, baseball was my job and that was what I did. So uh, all these people throughout my career that I've made connections with all reaching out and being like, this is the most you thing I've ever seen. This is like right up your alley. Like, of course this would be you. And I was like, I was, it was a pretty cool uh, loop back around to that, that part of my life. Well, and it, well, was, it was really interesting. I mean, Reese, like that's, that's I just listen, it's a cool story, even if you were like, you know, a star. <laughs> but but you you are you were a baseball player and at a high very high level. Um mm -hmm. if you Google your name, I think there's a picture. Uh, were you a perfect game kid? Did you do perfect game? I, I, I went to one and that was uh that was before I, I really uh got into my, my stride. That was like I think eleventh eleventh grade when I was doesn't matter. Not you have really, a picture of yeah. perfect game. I do. That's a hilarious photo, by the way. <laughs> I have braces. Yeah. It's awesome. That's, that's the great thing about all those perfect game photos. I mean, look at you know, Bryce yeah, yeah. perfect game. Like, what? Huh? Sure. Yeah. Look at this little kid. Look yeah. at this twelve year old. <laughs> but so you played you played at Winthrop University. Um yep. pitcher, pitcher. Yeah, uh, relief pitcher, and then moved into a starting role um, my last year there, yeah. And, and then you played overseas, which is kind of, yep. right? Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I uh, I kind of I fucked over myself with the MLB draft my, my senior year. I had a lot of teams, you know, reaching out and doing some interviews and stuff, and I, I treated them all as a joke because uh, I didn't really think I would get drafted. Uh, and I had some, some free agent, you know, interest and stuff but i got an offer to to go to australia and they would pay for my flight and uh set me up with a car and a place to live and i was like i would do that 10 times out of 10 over uh you know going to missouri before getting cut for a year uh so i was like wait, wait, do this so, and that. so what so when you talk about the teams like when you do you didn't take it serious with the, the leading to the draft you're just like right yeah like with questionnaires and you know phone calls i would kind of you know I was like, what would be the funniest response in this scenario? Cause, th cause they're looking for a real, like, is this guy a competitor? Is this guy, whatever. And I was like, what would be the funniest thing I could say in this thing? You know, like, who's your sports idol? It's like, I really look up to Tanya Harding. Uh, she'll really do anything to win. And they were like, I don't know if that's what we're looking for. 
uh, here with the Rockies. And I was like, are you looking for anything with the Rockies? Yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I would kind of treat it like that. And it, I think they were like, I don't know if he's really locked in on the baseball aspect of it. I was like, that's fair. <laughs> well, and, you know, listen, anyone who gives you a plane ticket and potential job in Australia, you know, let's go. Right? Absolutely. And then you use that once you're in the, the international baseball, the world, and anybody who's out there, shout out to you guys. Uh, once you're international, you can, if you are good enough and you want to, you can spend the rest of your life chasing summers, uh, is what we called it, and bouncing around from hemisphere to hemisphere uh, and, and playing and making a life for yourself out there. Because after that, I went to the Czech Republic um, and I played in the league out there, which was unbelievable so it's cool to see them in the world classic this year getting a win yeah uh, some of my former teammates were on that team really uh yeah oh yeah 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 it was like the 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 claim to fame of that team was like ups there was a ups tribe or something it was you know yeah uh, yeah there's a lot of those guys it's really funny they're like look at these baseball players they selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast yeah real jobs isn't that crazy and it's like yeah man it's the czech republic like of course uh but they treat it really seriously and it's and it's growing um i played in Tribeach, beach uh so uh they've really upped their facilities and it's cool to see it growing um as a sport there and seeing them on a, a global stage was well, really cool. Cause I could finally be like, Hey, I played there. And people were like, now I see it. Now it makes sense. Oh yeah. Listen, I mean, you get a lot of street cred even before the Halloween costume. No, no, yeah. I mean, no, here's, here's, here's the cliche question. Who is the, the best player, the most noteworthy player that you've either played against or played with? Uh, played with, I played, um, let's see. There's uh, one of my old teammates uh, made his debut, I think, last year and was a staple for the Reds this year, Spencer Steer oh. uh, for the Cincinnati Reds. Wow. Yeah, uh, I played with him uh, summer ball, Medford Rogues, uh, I think 2016. Um, it's one of those guys where you see him play and, uh, you know, you, you see it at a, at a high level in Division One a lot where everyone is, is really good, uh, but there's guys you play with throughout your career, when you watch them, you're like, oh, that is a major league baseball player. Yeah. They're not they're not there yet, but that is a different breed of baseball player. And so he made it and he's 
thriving and you know i love to see it uh but it's really it's really cool to first off know that i was right about him uh but uh to see him thriving it was really cool but i've i've played with quite a few nathaniel lowe who's on the rangers uh he played it's he played at St. John's River Community College uh, when I was in that conference. Uh, Miles Straw was on the same team, which was insane. Uh, they were really good, um, <laughs> but a lot of a lot of guys uh, throughout the career uh, are in the big leagues, which is really cool to watch them succeeding. Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. And this is yeah, you know, this is again this you you hit on everything, man. Like you hit, and and so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. The natural progression is always going from playing baseball at the Czech Republic to being a stand-up comedian in Seattle, right? Sure, just like I mean, we've all done. Yeah. All, you know, to, speaking of cliches, I mean that's. <laughs> tell me about yeah, tell um, me about like what what happened and and your your other path. Yeah, it's actually uh, really interesting. Uh, when I was in college, I kind of was. Uh, I was in Jacksonville, Florida, and I was at a party one night, and we were all there. It's all the team, and you know we're we're having a great time. And I'm just rambling on the story, cracking people up. And one guy just said something about I had never really been into stand up comedy, and they were like, oh, "You should be a comedian." And that's kind of how I feel like anyone that's funny, they're like, "You should be a comedian." Uh, not everyone should do that, um, but it kind of jump started this this thought of like, "Oh, that's like a job that people do. That's like a real job. It seems like a fake." career path right same with baseball it's like people this is their job like their livelihood um so ever since then it was in my head but i was you know progressing through my baseball career uh at the time so i was like i gotta really focus on this if you want to be good i think especially at an elite level that has to be the focus so i was like let me take baseball as far as i can as far as i would like to take it um until you know there's a natural end to it um and then once i was done in the czech republic uh as a pitcher I didn't really have any downtime in between seasons. So full season of starting pitching one after another, I was like, I, I, my shoulder's going to be destroyed. Like it was falling apart. And I was like, I don't want to get surgery. Like yeah. it's just, it's just before the point of no return. So I was like, I've had a great career. Uh, I had a great time. I got to travel the world for free at the age of 22. It's yeah. like, what what a unique thing and what a fun thing. And I really traveled and I lived it up and it was like time to get into this thing that takes up most of my brain space, which is, you know, wanting to do comedy and make people laugh. And so I get back to the United States and, you know, I see my parents for the first time in a while. Um, and I'm kind of, I need a place to start my career. I don't really know where to go. And I have a buddy of mine that I used to play baseball with in Australia. One of my best friends, he's in Seattle and he calls me not knowing I'm looking for a place to live. And he says, yo, like, what are you, what are you doing in life? Are you done with, you don't base on? I was like, yeah, I'm kind of looking for a place um, to start my career with comedy. And he goes, oh, I'm in Seattle. I'm actually uh, quitting my job because I hate real work. Uh, I'm going back to Australia to play baseball. Like, it's such a weird divide of like, once you end it and you try to go into like accounting and you're like, right. what am I doing with my yeah. life? So yeah. he was like, I got it. He's like, I got to go back. Uh, so he calls me and he's like, do you want to just take over my, my apartment? Like, do you just want to take the lease? And I was like, yeah, like it worked as a good price. And I was like, cool. So I pack my bags and I drive from South Florida where I'm from. Uh, and I start driving across the, I just, was, I've never been to Seattle. I was like, let's go. Wow. And I get, um, I get a couple states in and he's like, Hey man, I actually am not going. Uh, 
but I was like, I'm fully committed here. So I just, I said, pedal to the metal. I drove out there and uh, I've been there for about four years now. Um, and I've gotten a good jump start on my comedy career. I've done a lot of cool stuff already. Um, and so I just, you know, you, when you don't think too hard about it, you kind of just go for it. Um, that's kind of the the vibe of my whole life. So that's uh, what I've done. <laughs> you, well, know? you know, first of all, I, I wish I wish you made the major leagues because we like we like we like <laughs> me too, man. Yeah, spoiler alert: we both wish that you made the major league. Yeah, man. But it's, it's, it's always good to like have some walk into a clubhouse and have someone like you where we can have a conversation and you could because there there are guys. I'm not saying they could be stand up comics, but you know you've sure. probably been around teammates and. And you can tell the boring ones, oh, yeah. not boring ones. Right? Of course, man. Yeah. yeah. You got 40, you got 40, 40 dudes in a clubhouse and you know, it's, it's real easy to, to find the personalities. And uh, so I love I that you opened up with, with Joe Kelly. Cause that's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I, again, chapter seven, I mean, I, mean, I could go through for it. By the way, you, when you had talked about that part about, and I mentioned this on the podcast way too many times, but whatever. So um, you talked about not not taking it serious, like the the, mm-hmm. the draft serious. He is the sure. He was his twenty first mm-hmm. birthday happened on draft day, so they had the party for both, but the twenty first birthday overtake took things. So when the mm-hmm. Angels called in the second round and asked how much it would take to sign him. When he said a billion dollars and went back, to the party, they don't they don't take him. He goes the next round and he like costs himself like one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And damn, and, I hope he's I hope he's doing all right. Yeah, he's he's he laid it on his feet. Uh, but he's like, you know, the great thing about Joe is, right? Well, can I write about? It? Yeah, sure. He's like, yeah, I want the headline to be blaming on the Jägermeister. I'm like, yes. Yeah. So I was like, that's good, perfect. But my point is, is and we talk about this in the book is is you know back in the day. It was go, hey, young baseball player, go sit in the corner. Don't show your personality. Whereas now right. it's because, and I don't even know if you experienced that. Like if you could even see that, or like maybe you had a manager that said, hey, you're too funny. Don't don't be so funny. Don't be the funny guy. Right. I've definitely uh, I've definitely had some stern talking tos at points, uh, and it it quelled it for about an inning or two until it comes back out, and it's like, is coach looking? Uh, but I. But uh, I've been pretty lucky with, uh, you know, my coaches and teammates where they, they realize that that's, that's who I am and yeah. uh, that, that getting the best out of a player uh, is letting them be themselves as long as this, you know, hopefully not hindering them in, you know, negative ways in, in overall life. But it's like if a guy's bringing their personality and it's, uh, you know, assisting the team and, you know, yeah. chemistry and, and all yeah. these things. It's like, let him, let him, let him breathe, you know, let him go. Well, and, and I've been lucky enough to if have you're, this. If you're yourself, I mean, this is good. It's common sense. If you're yourself, you're going to play better, you know? Absolutely. If you're Absolutely. the young guy, go sit in the corner and be quiet. You're not going to play as well. And by the way, I think the teams want you to play better. So. Sure. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I had a, uh, my sophomore year of college, I had a, you know how everybody has their pitchers gloves and they have like, you know, whatever inscription yeah. on the side. Yeah. Um, and everyone was taking it seriously. And I remember my coach uh, seeing mine for the first time. Cause mine just said fuck face uh, based on the Billy Ripken yeah. uh, baseball card where it said fuck face. Cause I always thought that was the funniest thing. I was like, what if I just put that on my game glove? And uh, once they saw that, they were like, 
we can't really do much to stop this 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 guy. <laughs> so so was it was it stitched into your glove? Is it that type of thing? It was it was laser engraved because I didn't have the money to stitch it, and I had a friend at the time who was. Uh, uh, like engineering and making his own wooden baseball bats. So he had a laser engraver for the bat to like, you know, write whatever in it. And I was like, can I put my glove under that? And he's like, you can put whatever you fucking want under here. And I was like, throw it in. And the rest is history. I still got it somewhere, but, uh, or maybe my buddy has it, but it's, Man, it's out what, there. It's what, for we, sure we, out we, there. We, Reese, we did an event, uh, baseball is a boring event in Chicago. And I thought the bat, the most revolutionary thing was Guinness, <laughs> this laser thing that could make any image in the in the head of the beer which, right so we did joe's pouty face and so he got a good kick holy mac amazing what you could do with that i feel like i want to buy you one. <laughs> yes yes <laughs> hey i'll i'll get creative you said you shipped me one of those it won't fit in my room but uh, <laughs> i'll figure out what to do with it but but you know, it's great so you, you it's great that you're like these you know it's easy to say here there's um I don't know. There's Tommy Pham doing something, right? But you're taking things that that's what made it so good, right? The it's mm -hmm. these I whether it's the Billy Ripken thing, the Randy Johnson thing, and we all right. think, yes, thank you for making us remember it in such an awesome yeah, way, yeah, right? yeah. And uh, it's it's one of those things too, where you know, I'm I'm sure at this point with how. Uh, how widespread it is. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to go look at my phone after this and, you know, have some more blow ups or whatever, but uh, I really hope that Randy has himself has seen it. Uh, and I hope he knows that it's out of, out of love and how iconic it is at, uh, at a, in its own moment uh, that it's not a negative thing, but we've had quite a few people be like, Oh, huh? he probably doesn't like that. And it's like, I think he's, come around to it. it's pretty iconic time and, uh, we don't have to also, anymore now right yeah it's also like he uh i don't think he meant to do it <laughs> i think he's trying to strike the guy out not uh <laughs> get cold and, and pause the game but rest what? in peace to the dove what <laughs> yes r.i.p dove um so what is before this what was your best halloween cost <laughs> Oh man, my uncle uh, was a professional uh, ultimate frisbee player. He's one of the founding fathers of ultimate frisbee in the seventies in uh, in the Bay Area of California. Shout out Roger Shepard. So I uh, I've gone a couple times as a very seventies style ultimate frisbee player, like twirling it and doing tricks with my. I got my crop top, my my shades, my my haircut, my uh, short shorts, and everything. So that one's the most fun one, but. Uh, my mom sent me a picture uh, this morning because I grew up a really big Red Sox fan in South Florida because we would always go to the Devil Rays games uh, and the Red Sox would win every time. So as a five-year-old, uh, before the boom of the Red Sox in the early 2000s, I was like, "This I like the Red Sox because they're winning against this team. I don't know. Any, I don't know where I'm at. I'm five. Like, I don't, the world doesn't exist to me yet. So I'm, I'm watching the team win. That's my favorite team. Uh, and so it gets to the point of like, you know, 2003, 2004. Um, and so I dress up as Manny Ramirez without the blackface, uh, but I dress up as full Manny Ramirez outfit as like a nine-year-old. Uh, so that's, that was a, a nice throwback. So I have a, a full photo of that with like a cut up t-shirt with dreads and a red Sox jersey and everything. I will. So I will add an extra t-shirt in your prize packet if you send me that photo. 
Oh, 100%. I'll send it to you. Yeah. All right. awesome. <laughs> and by the way, another, I am formally inviting you to, to do a, a podcast with Dylan Cease. And the reason is, is because okay. I think if you follow his Instagram, so Dylan, he's in the book. He's, he's teammate of Joe. And so uh-huh. get to know him a little bit. But I believe he's making an ultimate Frisbee like course, like this offseason. Like oh, this, like a disc golf course. Yes. This is this oh. is this is like that's, this is all he's awesome. putting on Instagram is, is is the making of this course. Okay. My uncle designed a course. Uh he lives in Mexico now, and he designed he worked with the Mexican government to uh put their first ever uh disc golf course in this area, like the city of Mexico. It's uh, a couple hours outside of Mexico city. Uh, so he's doing the exact same thing out there. So I would love to talk to Dylan about, oh, <laughs> about the design of this. This, this is this, like, the great game of baseball. Hilarious. If it keeps on giving, right? This goal. It brings us all together. <laughs> all, together. Uh, all right. So before I let you go, uh, any, mm-hmm. tell us, this is, it's like Bill Maher, right? Every time he ends a show, you know, I'm going to be here, I'm going to be there, I'm going to be there. Where are you going to be? Sure. Where can people see you? Because, because you know, I know this isn't why you did it, but this is mm-hmm. just the beginning, man. Like, this is it. I, I hope so. I hope people, uh, you know, I hope people love the costume first off. Um, but I am a stand-up personality. comic. Like, that's yeah, the- man, I appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, so. uh, I'm I'm based in Seattle, Washington. Um, I produce shows, stand-up comedy shows out there uh, under Parlor Tricks Comedy. Um, I do shows all over the place. I'm I'm performing in Tacoma, uh, Seattle, all around the Pacific Northwest. I travel, um, so follow me on Instagram and stuff. Um, I post all my dates and stuff, and uh, I stay updated. So if you wanna if you wanna come to a show, reach out. Uh, I'd love to meet people and 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 talk baseball or comedy or whatever. Uh, but I just want I want people to have a good time and and, and laugh. So, uh, you know, hope, hopefully people can can come see me do some comedy, uh, well, you know, based on this. So. Yeah, man, I, I tell you what, thank you so much. Not only for everything. I mean, thank you for <laughs> having, <laughs> yeah, having the impetus to, to actually make this connection. But also this is, you know, it's, it's such a fun conversation. And and uh, and I do look forward to. You're, you're our official uh, Seattle correspondent. Congratulations. And a Frisbee golf. Hey, absolutely, man. Hey, you let me know anytime you need something. I'm always down. Uh, I love to stay involved with baseball. So uh, I got no problem with it, man. I really appreciate you having me on today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.